This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show tonight. Actually, this is the final Andrea K Show of 2015. And I'm so honored and and proud and excited to be able to share this last night with you all. It's an important night for me. I for no other reason than I guess, then it is the last Andrea K. Show of 2015. I am here sharing the studios tonight at AM 1170, The Answer KCBQ, with none other than DJ Carrot Sticks Todd. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> um, it's a party in here tonight because we're celebrating New Year's. I actually brought in a special maple bar donut for my boy Todd. Yeah, we partying, but I'm going to be partying, eating both donuts myself, because I guess he overdid it at Christmas. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, I had a great Christmas. You know, lots of food and lots of good time spent with my family. Oh, awesome. That was a bang-up job you did in that voice over spot that just played on, on the station, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Not too bad, huh? They, give, they need to give that guy a raise. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, I hope everybody out there had, had a great Christmas and has really some good plans coming up to usher in New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve has kind of never been a really fun holiday for me, Todd. In fact, looking back, I can't really remember too many New Year's Eves that were like really lived up to the billing. I had a really fun one in the French Quarter one time when I was in college, but like one out of my whole life. I mean, most of them are so overhyped. It just ends up being such a dud for me that in fact, one year, true story, one year I decided to go to this big party in downtown San Diego at the rooftop of some hotel down. I don't even remember which one. And so I was going to be like responsible, right? get a taxi either way this was before uber and my taxi driver i swear to goodness my taxi driver got a dui in the car right on the way home we the cops dropped us off at a 7-eleven and left us there while we waited to, to get another taxi from that point on i was like you know what New Year's Eve ain't my thing, and I stay home now, and I just, I celebrate it at 9 o'clock in East Coast time, and then I call it a night, okay? That's crazy. Yeah. So. You know, one time I got, uh, I was one on one of those pedicabs downtown, mm-hmm. and he got, I don't know what he was doing wrong, but he was somewhere he wasn't supposed to be, so uh-huh. the cops turn his lights on and everything, and pulls him over to the side, and I have to, <laughs> like, sit in that pedicab for, like, 20 minutes, because I want to be like, oh, sorry, guy. <laughs> I'm sure his ticket was probably like twice as much as our ride or Did you three tip times him? Much. I hope you didn't tip him though. I did tip him. I felt oh. bad. What are you, are you a lib? What are you a lib? Only a liberal would tip a pedicab driver leaves you sitting on the side of the road for 20 minutes. Okay. So that's um, my plans for New Year's Eve or basically nothing. Um, I also am not big on resolutions for New Year's. Uh, you know, to me that also gets hyped. You know, people make big plans for themselves in terms of, oh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds or I'm going to suddenly not, you know, procrastinate anymore. Or I'm going to suddenly be somebody who, you know, puts away my shoes every time I come through the door. And it like never works out. Procrastination know? was going to be my New Year's resolution, but I think <laughs> I'm going to do that next year. Hey, oh, but I'm tish. Anyway, so I'm not going to be talking about New Year's resolutions in tonight's show unless you want to share them with me and I'll maybe share them on the air. And I'm also not going to talk too much about myself in 2015. I think I kind of talked about that in my leading up, up to my Christmas show because I can't celebrate Christmas without celebrating the blessings that I have in my life. And I really did have some extraordinary blessings personally and professionally in 2015. And I want to thank you again because it's really all you guys out there who had me help me have such an extraordinary 2015. And because of you guys, I actually threw it out there for tonight's show. I said, tell me what you think the big stories were in 2015 and what you think the prediction, what are your predictions for 2016? And also summarize, what's the one, how do you summarize 2015 in one sentence? And I got some really interesting responses and I'm going to read some of those uh, later in the show. For me, it was a good exercise for me to, to throw that out there to you all because I went through the exercise myself and I kind of thought about it throughout the day today. And it just some themes kind of jumped out at me versus there are some specific stories that I want to go through throughout the show. But the, the, the theme for 2015 for me was I kind of based upon a book that I read that was really pivotal to me that was I read probably in the early 90s and it was called um, 
Life Behind the Veil. And it was written by a member of the Saudi Arabian royal family. And she wrote it in like scratch, you know, notepads that she, you know, hid. And then she handed off to an American friend of hers who wrote the book. And um, it really showed me, it was my first exposure into the world of Islam and what it's really like, especially for women. And this was within the royal family. And it was quite shocking to me. And actually, when I was thinking back to 2015 and what our nation has become under President Obama, the theme for me for 2015 was that the veil was lifted. We now see behind the veil when he ran in 2018, Uh, 2008 and said that he wanted to transform America. So many, most people, nobody really that I can recall really asked him what he meant when he said he wanted to transform America. What did he mean? How was he going to transform it? What was America going to look like? And I think it's really clear now that the veil has been lifted, when we see, and I've been talking about radical Islam, and I've been talking about all the, the stories related to that, and yesterday's show, we talked about San Bernardino, and I talked about now, it is now no longer conjecture where he stands. He is no longer somebody who is just not helping us and help to keep us safe. He is actually, when you look at everything that he's done and all of his actions, he has taken up arms and taking the wrong side and is actually with our enemies in the war on terror. That is the transformation that has taken place. We are, he no longer is attempting to partner with them. That partnership has occurred. He is actually interfering with investigations that will stop terrorist actions. Had he not pulled Philip Haney off of the investigations involving the mosque in San Bernardino, those 35 Americans who were shot, that terrorist action might not have happened. He is trans... Tonight's show, as I'm going to go through some more uh, articles and top stories, proves that the transformation of President Obama is in line with what Valerie Jarrett said when she was a college student in Stanford. We've also been talking about the indoctrination in college campuses in which she said it was her goal to use America's freedom of religion against us to turn us into a Muslim nation. And now we can see, when I look back at 2015, I don't recognize my own country as the Christian Judeo, the country that was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. I don't recognize it now. The transformation has already happened. I don't recognize it. For the... one of you out there on Facebook, when I posed the question, what are your thoughts on 2015 and going into 2016? I think it was John Davidson. He messaged me and sent me a link, a link to Thomas Sowell's article and his wrap up of 2015. And for the first time, I find myself disagreeing with Thomas Sowell. He said for him, 2015 is the year of the of the big lie because Hillary Clinton's lies were, were finally exposed. And it, lying isn't new that he said. And go to townhall.com. Great article. Uh, but I disagree with him because lying isn't new, he said, with with politicians. But what's new is Americans accepting of the lies. And he said that that what difference does it make that Hillary Clinton said? He said the difference that it makes with lies is that it's a wall between reality. It's between us and reality. And that when reality... but. Reality doesn't go away. It's just reality is going to eventually hit you in the face. The reality of the lies of Barack Obama in, in terms of who he was and what he was about, the lies that were propagated at, by the media, lies that were enabled with the Republican Party who refused to ask those questions about him. We now see the, the reality of who he is and the transformation is hitting us in the face. And we have a very narrow window. If uh, Thomas Sowell seems to think that we've crossed the tipping point and that it's really too late and that it's too late for America. And we've really we're really on the downward spiral for Western civilization as we go into 2016 and look at the predictions that some people have for the presidential race. It's really now or never. I'm still optimistic because I think so many of the American people, as I look back on 2015 and get into some of the top stories, I think the American people are, are whether it's fear or whether it's anger or whether it's both the American people, I think at least the majority, I hope, hopefully I believe have woken up to the lies have woken up to what this transformation is about and they don't like it. And they don't want it to continue. And some of the predictions that people have for 2016 are really that there might be a revolution coming here in America. 
We're going to talk about that. I'm also going to do uh, some notable deaths of 2015. We're also going to, I got DJ Carrot Sticks, who's going to be playing some top songs from 2015, because I get some entertainment news out there from my buddy Dan Perry, because Della B is deep undercover having some fun somewhere at a resort, so she won't be with us tonight. But I'm glad you're with me. We're going to continue the conversation on 2015, the transformation of America. 2016, what's going to happen? And I'm just glad to share all this time with you. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170 KCBQ. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's Best Local Pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. Want to know the secret that all those flipping houses gurus won't tell you? Is that flipping multi-unit properties is easier and more profitable than flipping single-family homes. With over 17 years of experience, we here at RE Mentor will show you the art of buying and selling multi-unit properties. Come spend the afternoon and evening with our team of experts, and we will show you how to put ten dollars to $30,000 in your pocket over the next 90 days. This intensive two-hour class will teach you the art of the multi-unit flip or hold. You'll learn how to buy, hold, and sell multi-unit properties with no money down, no credit, and no risk. You risk nothing but have everything to gain. This intensive two-hour real estate class is coming to the San Diego area soon. Call 1-800-380-5764 to secure your seat now. This seminar is free for the first 30 people that call, change your life now, and learn the art of the multi-unit flip or long-term hold. Call 1-800-380-5764. Call now. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 you're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170 the answer Welcome back to the Andrea K show glad to have you here with me that was one of the top songs from 2015 that was a good one who actually sings that DJ Oh uh, Wiz Khalifa uh, yeah Wiz Khalifa <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, okay. You know if that was a person or some bodily function. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep a rated G here on the Andrea K Show, DJ Carrot Sticks. Uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, 2015, and I summarized 2015 for me as the year that I no longer recognize America. And because President Obama, we we see behind the veil of really what his transformation, the end result is, and, and we're, we're not the nation we were. We're a nation that is is um, been transformed into one to where... Christians are being forced. Christians, Jews have never been since World War II under so much attack as they are right now globally around the world. And here in America, Christians, and I've got some articles we're going to talk about throughout the show, but Christians are, we're being forced to shut up, be silenced, have our religion shoved into a closet while every aspect of our society is propping up Islam. Some of the quotes, um, Where's my quote? We are no longer a Christian nation, President Obama said. Since our founding, Muslim Americans have enriched the United States. Which one of our founders was a Muslim? Actually, wasn't it Thomas Jefferson? Who was it who fought against the the Barbary pilots? Islam has always been a part of America's story. Huh. We will convey our deep appreciation for the Islamic faith, which has done so much over the centuries to shape the world. Barack Obama. Some of the other top stories for 2015. Um, All based on lies. 
really, if you think about it, the rise of Trump. Why is Trump number one in the polls right now? Because Americans are so sick and tired of being lied to by politicians. They don't trust a politician. They're willing to trust a salesman like Trump, who even has a history of of being a Democrat supporter. But you know what? He's coming across as more genuine, as bombastic as he is, as loose-lipped as he is with promises that are completely suspicious of whether or not he can keep them. He still seems so much more genuine than anybody in D.C. that people are willing to roll the dice in spite of the fact that his casino had to go bankrupt. He's looking like our best choice for America right now. Even, even though Cruz really has the creds he's a politician and people don't trust him and he start and he's sounding a little slick on the campaign trail so that's number one story for me for 2015 really thomas soul wrote his article about lies because of the lies that were exposed by a top american official a secretary of state the lies that were not only immoral but criminal in nature by hillary clinton from benghazi in which there were massive amounts of lies of which have long been documented. And Panetta, actually, a story broke in December night nobody's even talking about. There have been emails that have come out that prove that Panetta lied on top of Obama and Clinton. An email has been produced that shows that they had a ready team that was ready to go to assist our people in Benghazi. And they were definitely told to stand down. There's an email proof. So yeah, I don't care whether or not Trey Gowdy has some 90-something percent approval rating from some conservative rating. Yeah, who was that? Who came up with that rating? Karl Rove? Why, why, has, why did Judicial Watch have to get a copy of that email? Why didn't Trey Gowdy get it after two years of investigations? And now that it's been exposed, what, what has Trey Gowdy done about it? Has he assigned a special prosecutor? Nothing. He's done absolutely nothing about it. But Thomas Sowell is wrong when he says that this is, that these are new. And, and that, Amer- that what's new is that the American people are suddenly becoming immune to lies because it was Bill Clinton in 1998 who lied and perjured himself and the American people and the Republican Party kind of allowed it to, to the narrative to be created that it didn't matter whether or not he was lying because he was lying about his marriage. Well, now we know why it matters that we have government officials allowed to lie. She also lied in terms of her emails. That was criminal, her email. She's broken the Records Act as well as the Espionage Act, the Clinton Foundation. More and more and more has come out about that, and we still have no special prosecutor. The Republican Party has done absolutely nothing. Top story that doesn't seem to matter to anybody. We have half the nation still prepared to vote for this woman. Bernie Sanders, 20,000 people at a rally for a man who is lying about socialism and how it's going to help people. But that lie, that propaganda has been so indoctrinated into our culture that people are believing those lies and showing up. I mean, people are posting pictures of him like he's some kind of God because he flew coach yesterday or the day before. Another huge story for me in 2015 is, it, is the fact that white, white lives no longer matter in this country. Because the lie that has been propagated to black people, particularly since Obama took office, that black men have targets on their back, that white America is doing everything they can to keep them down, that they're victims of white America, victims of the Republican Party, when the reality is, is their circumstances, they keep voting for the very people who are keeping them down, and that's the Democrats. But you can't even say that all lives matter anymore in this country. You're, we've got school teachers, professors that are being threatened to lose their jobs if they don't apologize for having white privilege. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. This is my recap, my top stories for 2015. 2015 is also the year when I realized that I, I don't recognize my country because gender no longer matters. The same people that consider Al Gore a scientist and trying to tell us every time it snows that there's global warming are the same people telling us that there's no such thing as gender. Did you know that it's now criminal in the state of New York to call somebody who considers themselves a a transgender by their actual scientific gender? 
So if you dare to meet Caitlyn Jenner somewhere at an event in New York City, in particular, this is affecting landlords or um, employment situations. If, if, if there's somebody who says that they're a transgender, you can be prosecuted if a trans, if a man who's wanting to become a woman like Bruce Jenner and you call that person a mister, you can be prosecuted. We become, 2015 was the year in which American history was being scrubbed, completely scrubbed and wiped out. There was a movement, a movement to, I mean, we know that the education system has been hijacked by the left and by school teachers, and they've been rewriting history and doing everything they can to indoctrinate children into bad, uh, in, into how bad America is. But we actually had a movement to remove history, to wipe it clean as though it didn't exist. We used to be a nation that had museums, the good, bad, or otherwise. We have Archie Bunker's chair, uh, uh, not considered necessarily a nice guy in the Smithsonian. We're, we're, we are supposed to be students of history. Not trying to scrub it clean as though it didn't exist. Because the, the purpose of that is to prepare people for the transformation, to forget about the past. We, we want to ignore anything about American history because they don't want America to exist anymore in, in any way the way it looked before. It's about transformation. And that's what Saul Alinsky was talking about in his book when he, when he referenced Dosto, Dostoevsky, I can never say the name, in which he talked about, you've got, you've got only, only people who are so angry, so frustrated, so miserable that they then will be willing to let com- completely let go of the past. That's why they did crap like some kid happens to be seen in a picture with a Confederate flag and goes and kills some people. Now suddenly we've got the entire South having every image of anything that has to do with Southern history being removed. That's what it's about. I already talked about the fact that this is also the year in which Americans en masse are being told Christianity is bad and Islam is good. I don't know if these are, you know, your top stories. Um, Some of my Facebook friends, here's what you said were uh, the top stories for 2015. Almost unanimously, it seems as though everybody said Trump was the big story for 2015. Terrorism, the Paris attacks in San Bernardino. That was kind of pretty unanimous. Sandra Stevens, though, had had an interesting take on some of these top stories. She actually said that the Paris attacks show that the that the terrorists are actually capable of grassroots terrorism. And I love that term grassroots because one of the things that we need to do is we need to take the message back. You control the message and you control minds. And what I loved about that is the new thing that the left is trying to do to try to, to try to minimize the threat of terrorism is they're trying to call it homegrown terrorism. Now that's how they're trying to, to, to minimize it. You know, San Bernardino that we can't, we can't deny all these Muslims immigrating into here. What's that going to do? We, this guy from San Bernardino was born here. You know, oh, we got homegrown terrorism here. So, you know, there's 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 no reason to look at this as an ideological problem or anything to do. You know, uh, it's a homegrown situation. That's a way to try to blame America. And we got to we got to take the take these terms back. And I love the grassroots. She goes on to say uh, number second was Hillary's transgressions melted into a confusing potpourri that was too complex to stick. That's an interesting point that she's made there. In fact, Newsbusters picked their two uh, picked their top four worst journalist um, stories for, and when we come back from the break, we're going to play those. And Hillary uh, was a key f- key fixture in Newsbusters' uh, worst journalism awards. Her her third, which was such a powerful image and ties into what I was talking about behind the veil, she says Bergdahl's father speaking Arabic in the Rose Garden with Obama's arm around him. Didn't that say it all? Wasn't that wasn't that the veil lifted? Finally, in 2008, we weren't allowed to ask whether or not he was a Muslim or whether he had any sympathies. Oh, no, he's a Christian. You're not allowed to ask that. Isn't it just really blatant now? Where his allegiance lies? Although he really said it in his book when he said, I will stand with the Muslims should the winds shift in an ugly direction. And they have. Now, here we are. Predictions for 2016. Um, About half the people 
said that they thought Hillary would get indicted. Half the people said that they thought Trump would win. Um, My predictions for 2016, I think that it will be a uh, Republican president, but I don't think it's going to change much because the, the system is so deep, so full of corruption with both parties that I, I think that even if Trump gets in and, and seals the border to the degree that he wants to, I'm not sure how much it's going to really change. But if it slows things down from where it is, I'll consider that a victory. I don't think Hillary's going to get indicted. I absolutely don't. I think that if there was any chance of that happening, uh, I think it would have would have already happened. So that's what I think for 2016. You know, it's I had Trump Cruz as my ticket. I told Craig on his show today. I told him from the very beginning, my ticket from the beginning was Trump Cruz. I thought Trump was the outsider. That's also the year of 2015. It's it's the reason why he's number one. Americans want an outsider. I don't think Cruz can win. I think that he should win, but I just don't think he can. I think Trump is the guy who can reach across the aisle. In fact, He's got 55% of Trump supporters are white working class voters. Uh, by contrast, only 35% of uh, GP, GOP voters backing other candidates were members of the white working class. He's the one who can reach across the aisle. I think Cruz then gives him the expertise in terms of the experience, in terms of how to get things done on the ticket. I've been saying from the beginning, Trump Cruz, but I'm not necessarily sure that that's what's going to end up happening. I think that there's so much movement behind Marco Rubio. Um, He's the establishment guy. I posted a link um, on my wall today about the backing that he's gotten. When you're getting backed by Karl Rove, Zuckerberg, all these open border amnesty people, you know, that's what the establishment's about. They're basically about a one-party rule, big government and power. Um, I just think that there's a likely chance that, and so many people are getting scared. Um, They're telling us that Rubio is the only one who can beat Hillary. That makes me think that they know that he can't. That's propaganda. That's meant to scare conservatives into backing Rubio because conservatives are so panicked and so scared we're not going to have a Republican that I think conservatives are willing to buy into that. Too many are willing to buy into that and are going to view him as Elhoff mentioned that today on Craig Sewing Show. I think there's so many conservatives, unfortunately, that are so panicked to have any Republican in that they're willing to look at a Rubio or buy into the notion that we got to have a moderate. There's even talk of Christie. The funny thing is, funny story is, so I had read somewhere today that Kasich was out. I remember that he had um, he had suspended his campaign, he and George Pataki. So then my friend Timothy Shea was like, oh, you got a link for that? And then I kind of forgot about it and time goes on. Well, I guess people don't, people are arguing, I guess, whether or not Kasich is in and it's like, you know what, if if people are arguing whether or not you're in or not, you know, you're really out. Okay, it's time to suspend. It doesn't really matter if you're going to suspend. Um, I think we're going to take a break. And we come back, we're going to pick this up on the other side because I want to talk about uh, a couple of other top stories that have happened this week. I want to even get into um, a story I'm going to be watching in 2016 that I think is very interesting that gives me a little bit of optimism too about where we're going as a country because it ain't all negative it ain't all bad and I'm glad to share this time with you this is the Andrea K show on AM 1170 the answer want more Andrea K follow her on Twitter at Andrea K show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. Do you struggle with the day to day management of your business? 
Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today, 877-749-3533. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Show. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. He's playing the top songs from 2015. Who was that? Hoosier. Hoosier. Okay. That really wasn't one of my favorite songs. It's a little kind of dreary. You know, I'm not into dreary. Um, you know, y'all know I like like something a little more upbeat. I mean, I love a good love song, a good ballad, but not something that makes me want to stab myself in the eyeball. Anyway, hey, we're talking about 2015 as well as 2016 predictions. I wanted to read you um, 2016 predictions that were really interesting from Doc Porbin, Sean Porbin. He's a friend of mine out of Pennsylvania. He says he predicts terrorism hits the East Coast, but he predicts that it will be biological. Interesting coming from a doctor. Uh, He predicts that Hillary will be, quote, elected. And we all know that despite what the Democrats tell us, voter fraud is absolutely something that that is real. We know that machines, it's been documented that machines are playing all kinds of games on the voters. And we know that people have been arrested for voter fraud. We know there's dead people voting all over everywhere. If there's a way that they can give it to her through voter fraud, they will. And it's one reason why we must have every Republican go out and vote. That doesn't mean that I'm willing to tell the Republican Party they can put up any fool that they want and I'll vote for him. But then again, Clint Eastwood said, better any Republican than Hillary. He also said that he predicts that Israel will attack Iran. And he predicts that the petrodollar will be replaced and there will be hyperinflation in October. So those are some interesting predictions from Doc Porbin. One of the predictions that I have for 2016 is that we are going to have more. This is no crystal ball here to predict this. We've got, thanks to the Republican Party, about 300,000 more Muslim immigrants coming here that have been fast-tracked to come here thanks to the traitor Paul Ryan. And there's an interesting article that I read um, that talks about this you know, when you get when you get to thinking about lies, you know, so much so many of the top stories are about lies. Either the story itself is that because somebody was lying or you've got the response to the lies being Americans are sick of the lies and they're putting Trump out there. Is there really anybody who's really believing the lies anymore? Thomas uh, Thomas Sowell's talked about the fact that for the first time he thinks Americans you know, are willing to put up with the lies. I think that Americans have been willing to put up with these lies for a long time, even since long before Bill Clinton. And the reason is because they got something to gain. They're willing to put up with the lies if it suits their agenda. So much so that they're even willing to prop up something as barbaric as what's going on in the world of Islam. 
in order to defend President Obama, you even have people like this Ed Kilgore. Breitbart did an article slamming Paul Ryan for funding all of President Obama's visa programs that will, and, and not, he not only funded him, he's exp- Ryan is expanding the visa programs and we will have nearly 300,000 Muslim immigrants coming here. So Breitbart wrote an article slamming Paul Ryan for this. Ed Kilgore from New York Magazine decides to slam Breitbart for slamming Paul Ryan and in the course of it proceeds to mock and dismiss female genital mutilation that has increased here in America. And it's kind of gory. I don't want to get into the details, but I think it's really important for Americans to really understand that, that, you know, uh, Americans are so willing to believe lies, so willing to believe the propaganda. They're willing to believe that it's only a small percentage of the Muslims that are that, that Islam really is a, a religion of peace. And we just need to be good hearted. I even see Bill O'Reilly saying, oh, Bill O'Reilly saying we need to bring the Muslims here. The reality is this. We are importing a barbaric culture into this country. It's already here. If you don't want to believe that a certain percentage of the of the refugees coming here are going to want to do what happened in San Bernardino, then at least understand this, that since in, tw- in 2013, there were up to 507,000 U.S. women and girls who had undergone female genital mutilation or were at risk of the procedure. That's here. That's just in 2013. That's what they are importing here into this country, the Republican Party and Obama. The American people need to wake up. This is what's coming here in 2016. And we must do. We can't even wait until we have a president in in 2016 to, to, to stop this. We all need to be doing what we can do. Continue to put pressure on our lawmakers to stop this. If nothing else, we need to put pressure on our fellow citizens that when they go to the polls in 2016, that they vote for somebody who's going to stop this. And the American people, when Trump said that he wanted to ban Muslims from coming here until the government got their act together and figured out who was coming, he was only partly right. We need we need to not just do it temporarily We need to not let any of them in. Why are we importing this culture? I posted an article on Facebook of a woman in Pakistan who was stoned to death because her family, the men in the family, caught her having a cell phone. This is what we're bringing here. This is what's coming in 2016. More of this. More of this barbarity. We need to have a Republican candidate who's going to deal with with the mosques that we have. An article came out in the Daily Caller that talks about a mosque that's linked to the Mother Brotherhood, Muslim Brotherhood that has received millions of dollars in federal grants. I have not heard one Republican speak out about this. This mosque in Kansas City with ties to the North American Islamic Trust, which has ties to Muslim Brotherhood, has been involved in almost every terrorist attack. Go read the article in Daily Caller. It's been involved in almost every terrorist attack that's happened in one way or another. They received... Over $300,000 just in October. So it's hard for me to be optimistic that even though I, even though I predict a Republican president, it's hard for me to be optimistic with this kind of it's the creeping Sharia. The tentacles are already so, so far reaching in America right now. It's it's hard for me to be optimistic that a whole lot's going to change with just a Republican president. We need the right Republican president. Cruz introduce legislation this year with another Republican to declare the Muslim Brotherhood a terrorist organization. Didn't get any press. I don't think he had any, other than that woman from Texas, he had no other support from the Republican Party. None. We must have the right person in office. I tell you a story I'm looking at for 2016. It may seem a little like off topic, but it's really not. Um, because we also have an economic issue to deal with. We've got a country where we've got Bernie Sanders lying about the, the, the wonderful socialism, and because they've taken over our school system, people don't know the truth about socialism. But this is interesting. In 23 states, teachers are required to pay dues to the unions each year in order to keep their job, and California being one of them. Ten California teachers have filed a lawsuit in court, and it's going to be heard on January 11th, 
um, they actually the U.S. Supreme Court is going to hear this case. And if they are successful, it's going to really blow things open for obvious reasons, not even just for unions, but for anybody. They even talk here in, in this article that it's even going to affect other industries like lawyers who have to pay to the Bar Association. And I'm not even talking about this is even after they've passed the bar, but just to continue to work as a lawyer, they got to pay money to the Bar Association, who then takes their money and uses it to prop up candidates and, and to support causes that they don't even necessarily agree with. So I'm really excited about this case, and I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, to report something positive on this end for that. Now, got to find my notes here because I want to talk about, oh, before I get into notable deaths in 2013, Newsbusters talking about lies newsbusters has what i call their pravda awards and this is the awards that they give out to media for the worst of journalism of 20 uh, of, of each year and they call this year's batch of awards the what difference does it make awards because this is these all of these um highlights these awards were given to those who are denying the hillary scandals doing everything they can uh, to prop her up and to tell the American people, hey, don't worry about those lies she's telling. They, they're meaningless. Um, their number one award that they what gave. What difference at this point does it make? Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of dang difference to the to a lot of Americans, Hillary. Uh, their number one award they gave to George uh, Stephanopoulos after he was grilling the author of the book, Schweitzer's book about the Clinton Foundation, and then come to find out two weeks later, he had to do a mea culpa on the morning show because he had been given, he had, uh, it was revealed that he had given $75,000 to the Clinton Foundation. Stephanopoulos is like, you know, really got, got his nose caught in it. But I really want you to hear this second clip from from this woman because it is so completely tortured and twisted the justifications for Hillary Clinton it's it's she's talking about the movies here but I don't even know what she's trying to say here but the explanation is like more twisted than any pretzel I've had at the movies play that clip so you know I I have been utterly bored with the story uh, to the point where I I I only recently began to really sort of dig into it thank you keep watching by the the way to the the viewers keep watching the more more I look into it I think it's one of those cases where the trailer's really simple but the movie's kind of too hard to follow and by the way the idea of whether or not the email server was secure well let's talk about whether the government email servers are secure because they've been hacked so, I mean, there are a lot of other things it's that true. make it the, Like the entire OPM files. Exactly. Are- it's like maybe Hillary Clinton on the cloud was actually somehow safer and more secure than the actual government email. The other thing, I don't even understand the, uh, it. The other th- okay, so her argument is she's too dumb to be, to be upset. She can't follow it. She can't follow the story. So it's okay. It's okay if what you're doing, if the lies you're propagating and the, and the criminal acts, acts you're engaged in, if they're just so complicated that... that, that she, she can't understand it. It's okay. Um, okay. Um, number four is especially kind of disturbing to me because in this clip, you've got basically the justification that somebody this corrupt, this clever in their corruption is actually good for America. Play this one, Todd. You don't. I don't have that one. You don't have that. I thought you just said the first and second one. Oh, no, I meant the fourth one. Chris Matthews, we're going to maybe pull this up during the break. Sorry, Todd, that was my bad there, giving him the fourth one. It's Chris Matthews basically goes on to say, you know what? FDR was the best president that we had in the 20th century, which I I disagree, Mr. Free Chicken in Every Pot. He says, and FDR was kind of a sneaky, wily dude, kind of a clever dude. And you know what? This is the kind of thing he would do. And quite frankly, somebody this clever and devious and insidious is actually- Roosevelt, probably the best president we ever had, certainly in the 20th century, was very secretive and manipulative. And uh, we still thought he was a good president. So if Hillary Clinton is secretive, we know that. Is that going to help us get any further here? Yay. Yay for secretive. Yay for manipulative. Hey, wait a second. Isn't that why Nixon had to resign? Because he was manipulative and he was secretive and he was doing stuff he wasn't supposed to be doing. Wow. Um, that's what I call the Pravda Awards because this is where we're at. I mean, talk about just ridiculous propaganda. Control the message and you you control the minds of the people. And we've got too many Americans that are actually watching outlets like that, MSNBC, 
places like this and and they believe in it they eating it up and, and they tell themselves oh it didn't matter that hillary lied you know who cares because she's promising them that they're going to get you know what they want out of her so they don't care we're going to take a break when we come back i'm going to talk about um the notables the people that we lost some of the big names that we lost in 2015 that were actually really some people that I actually kind of forgotten about. Hey, you're listening to the Andrea K Show right here on AIM 1170 KCBQ. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's Best Local Pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657-333. Kitchen you're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you here with me. We're closing out 2015. Um, that is probably which which number was that number? That was the number one song of 2015. And that's my favorite song of 2015. Nice. Is that there, Bruno Mars? Upbeat. There you go. You got upbeat. Yay! I love that song. Glad to have an upbeat song to go into this final segment because I, and this is in part for Dan Perry because this has like, this kind of has an entertainment feel to it because we lost some really notable people in many different industries, uh, but people tend to be, you know, the most um, when it comes to the entertainment and sports. Speaking of, of those categories, the top entertainment story for, for 2015, I mean, I guess there really wasn't one. I guess Star Wars being the fastest movie to, to hit a billion dollars is kind of the best entertainment. They tried to make the biggest entertainment story of the year to be Caitlyn Jenner, but would really, like, I didn't really care. Don't really care what anybody's doing in their personal life. The biggest sports story of the year, I think, for me, Todd, is that the Chargers are leaving San Diego. And on top of that, then nobody seemed to care. You know, they kind of really picked a bad season to, to try to go out and make people care, you know? I, I'm speechless. It's sad. It brings a tear to my eye to think that, uh, you know, Spanos is going to rip the heart and soul out of my city. Yeah, but you know what? Um, yeah, I mean, it is it is kind of sad. And the way they treated Eric Weddle, I mean, what was that about this week? That's a little inside baseball for the people around the country. But, I mean, come on. let You know, because he wanted to go see his daughter out in the halftime show. I mean, they just really talk about crashing and burning, the whole organization. You know, I'm kind of done with them. Notable deaths. First of all, yesterday we lost somebody named Lemmy. Have you ever heard of Lemmy? Did you oh, know yeah, from Motorhead. Okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I saw Rest in Peace Lemmy yesterday on Twitter. I'm like, who? What the heck is a Lemmy? Uh, to me, the big musical loss this year was B.B. King. My man B.B., I can't tell you how many times I saw him at Jazz Fest in New Orleans. Just a legend. Him and Lucille, that guitar of his. That was the first concert I ever went to was B.B. Uh, King at Humphreys by the Bay when I was 13. Oh, did you dig it? Oh, I loved it. Oh, man. He you was... got to see him, you know, 20 years later at the Del Mar Fair. So just as good. He's amazing, man. Uh, John Nash, who uh, the movie A Beautiful Mind was based upon him. He passed away. Um, do you do you know who that is, Todd? I saw the movie. Oh, you did? All right. Hey, you know who that is. Leonard Nimoy. He passed away this year. I'd kind of forgotten about that. It was some months ago. In fact, I was talking about him last week. I was talking about this TV series that he did. A lot of people don't remember. It's from the 70s. It was called um, In Search Of. Interesting show. Dick Van Patten. I don't remember the name of the TV show that he did when I was a kid, but they had a lot of kids in it. I don't remember. Anyway, he passed away. Maureen O'Hara passed away. I think she was in that movie Spencer's Mountain that I loved when I was a little girl. My favorite uh, hymn 
writer and composer Andre Crouch passed away. Uh, some of my favorite hymns that I've sang in church my whole life were written by Andre Crouch. Loved him. Politically, Mario, Mario Cuomo passed away. There's even a lot of Republicans who really liked him. Uh, do you know who Donna Douglas is? No. From Beverly Hillbillies, Ellie Mae Clampett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Jerry Tarkanian, do you know who that is? He was a coach. Yes, at UNLV. Um, good friend of my buddy Val, Val Gal, so I had to mention him for her behalf. Bo Biden, which was actually sad. I'm not a fan of Joe Biden's, but you really, you really hate to hear anybody lose a, a son. Kenny Stabler, Omar Sharif. Saud Al-Fazal, who was actually the father of the woman who wrote the book, True Life Behind the Veil, Saudi Prince, passed away. Anne Rule, who's written some of the best crime books ever. Frank Gifford, Fred Thompson, Sandy Berger, the NSA guy who was caught stuffing documents into his pants to what? Protect Clinton. Yogi Berra. And finally, my man Paul Prudhomme, a great genius Cajun chef, live, love, eat, uh, was his uh, mantra. Um, live, love, eat. It's kind of how I live my life. Kind of how I live my show here. Live, love, eat. We live, I eat my donuts. We live and we love. Um, I love all you all. I've had a tremendous 2015 personally and professionally. Really the highlight of um, my professional life is really sharing this time here with all of you out there on Facebook and Twitter. Let's keep the conversation rolling this week. I really am curious on what everybody's New Year's Eve plans are, what your predictions are for 2016. Do you agree with me that my top stories um, for the year were basically tr- uh, Trump, Hillary, Bernie, um, the I think white lives no longer matter. Gender doesn't matter anymore in this country. Uh, we've wiped American history off. We've we've scrubbed it clean. That basically, Obama's transformation is all but complete. That's how I summarize 2015. For 2016, my predictions are: I think a Republican will win the White House. I'm not sure how much will matter. We've we've got some work to do, and we need to put some pressure on some people in the meantime to do what's right for us right now. And um, my prediction also for 2016 is that I'm going to continue to be here every Monday and Tuesday night at 8 p.m. having fun with you all. I'm also on Craig's Sewing Show every Tuesday. I'm going to continue to be on American Trends uh, TV, so I'll keep you posted on when I'm going to be on there. They're taking a little hiatus right now and doing some replays. And follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. Friend me on Facebook. Like my fan page. And I like and just love you all out there. Have a very happy New Year's. Love you all. The Answer is sponsored by Allied Media Group.